nice to meet you. We're all glad you came. Won't you try and remember our name? Tapping pavement. Got our gear all packed. Hello and welcome to Locked on Sharks, your daily source for all things San Jose hockey. My name is Steve Morley. I'm the managing editor of SB Nation Sphere the Fin. I'm Kyle Demetrius. I, too, work for that publication. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, so, we are going to preview the Sharks game against the Boston Bruins that is happening tonight at TD Garden. Uh, instead of just being sad about the Sharks being bad again for another episode. <laughs> they bad. Uh, uh, <laughs> We're going to take a little bit of time here to talk about the link between these two teams. And, you know, originally I was gonna sh- just going to do the one, but I think we should do the the Bruins gave us Martin Jones. That is the oh, other link yeah. between these two teams. Sometimes we forget that Martin Jones was part of the Bruins organization for, I think, three days. It was a little bit longer than, than I remember it being because it was actually a handful of days but uh yeah he basically if you remember <laughs> mike hoffman being laundered for florida doug wilson got boston to launder mark jones martin jones for him yeah like, look we didn't <laughs> trade with the kings ha 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 but we ended up with martin jones anyway apparently who was it dean lombardi was the gm at that time apparently he was super pissed that boston turned around and traded martin jones back to sit back into the division <laughs> oh i believe it i mean uh... <laughs> Like the Sharks ended up with Martin Jones and the Kings got a year of Milan Lucic. <laughs> so. that's, a, that's a year too long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, this was also back when like Martin Jones was the new hot thing, right? He, uh, yes. he was supposed to be like the next up and coming goalie and he was a really, really good backup. So him getting traded back into the division was not ideal for LA because they had Jonathan Quick locked up for 10 years plus the current year, which makes 11 of him sucking ass. So <laughs> they were kind of pissed. So Jones on June 26, 2015, Jones said to become a restricted free agent. He was traded to Boston along with, oh, little forgotten part of that is Colin Miller was traded there as well. And yeah. a first round pick. Yeah. Boston, In exchange for honestly... Milan Lucic. That's it. Yeah, Boston actually won both sides of this trade <laughs> because the Sharks now have Martin Jones, who is they did, Martin they Jones. Didn't, they didn't win the second part of that trade. Be- Sean, Sean Corrales sucks. Well, uh, th- they didn't have to keep Martin Jones. <laughs> yeah, but he was good, and he's still... Man, I can't believe that they traded Colin Miller, who's a legit NHL defenseman, eight. To a first-round pick, which ended up being Jakob Zaboral because Boston doesn't know how to draft, and Martin Jones for Milan. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's yeah. so bad. <laughs> That's so bad. And then they, they got another for It was Sean Kirley, Kirali, whatever his stupid name is, and a 2016 first-round pick for uh, Martin Jones, which isn't a big price. Basically, it was a first for Martin Jones because Sean Kirali is on the team now, but he wasn't very good. Man, yeah. this is blowing my mind. I forgot that Colin Miller was in this <laughs> draft. I believe the 2015 entry draft is, well, 2015 is an insane draft, but Boston ended up with the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th pick in a row. Which is the the source of the greatest tweet of all time. Oh, shit. Boston can get Shabbat, Barzal, and Keelington. (laughs) 
they didn't take any of those of those guys. So what happened is okay. Boston and this is the team of Meyer draft for frame of reference. So Boston took Jakob Zaborl, not in the league. Jake DeBrusque, who is like a legit NHL player, middle six guy, and Zachary Senishin, not in the league. I'm going to read you the rest of the first round real quick. Ready? (laughs) This is immediately following their picks. Matt Barzell, Kyle Connor, Thomas Shabbat, Evgeny Svechnikov, Joel Erickson Eck, Colin White, Ilya Samsonov, Brock Besser, Travis Konechny, Jack Roslovich, Noah Juleson, Jakob Larson, Anthony Beauvillier, Gabriel Carlson, and Nick Merkley is the first round. And just a few highlights after that was Sebastian Ajo, the good one, for instance. Christian Fisher was was in this draft. Daniel Sprong, Rope Hints. So, yeah, Vince Dunn, they, they fucked up <laughs> real <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> Boston cannot draft. <laughs> if they could draft, that would have been like an absolute steal for them on both sides of that trade like to to come out of that with three incredible first round picks and they just bombed (laughs) imagine if they all they all they had to do was take the next three guys off the board barzal connor and shabbat and then they would also have colin miller like their team wouldn't be the same but they would be unreal (laughs) yeah the tweet was actually i think it was barzal connor and kylington but yeah (laughs) they're just so fucking bad like 2015 is an all-time draft like there's like very few duds and probably 50 percent of the first round duds belong to boston that's so funny this is way too much time on martin jones which i didn't anticipate talking about but i forgot that that was also a connection between these two teams who probably have traded more than i actually care to look into but boston and the sharks they they seem to have a good relationship in terms of their front offices, because the other player that we're going to talk about is Joe Thornton, who came to the Sharks via the Boston Bruins. And Kyle, I want you to tell me about where you were and what happened the day of the Joe Thornton trade. Okay, so it was 2005, November 30th. Where was I? I was watching hockey with my dad. I don't know what game it was, but in 2005, you didn't get many games on TV because it was basically like basic cable or whatever. I think we might have had satellite at that point, but still, it wasn't it wasn't a lot. It's probably just some dumb Leafs game. In my head, I thought it was Leafs Habs, but that could just be me taking uh, editorial control of my memories. Um, <laughs> so we were in like this little side room where my dad watched TV and would fall asleep in front of the TV. And it was the first intermission or something like that and all of a sudden the announcers come on and say oh we have a trade and i still remember the announcer saying joe thornton's been traded and my dad going it better be to the halves and me (laughs) saying i really hope it's the sharks and then immediately after that fact the announcer says to the san jose sharks and i jumped up off of like this weird like bet day bed thing and screamed i'm pretty sure i yelled fuck yes and punched my hands into the air and punched this stupid light that was on our roof and broke the cover of the light. And at this point, the only thing that my dad and I know is Joe Thornton's been traded to San Jose. It could have been for any number of players, and we have no idea. And then I remember them telling us that they didn't have all the details or something like that, but it ended up coming out as Marco Sturm, who was one of my favorite players as a kid, but wasn't really that good. Brad Stewart, who is a former high pick, uh, on defense and Wayne Primo, who sucks. <laughs> I, I can't stress how much 
they got in return for Joe Thornton, and it turned out to be nothing. Stewart and Primo played 204 games for Boston from 05 to 07, um, where they were traded, then traded to Calgary for Chuck Koibasu and Andrew Ferentz. Ferentz. Stern Plant. Andrew Ferentz. Andrew yeah. Ferentz. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why I said Ferentz. I'm trying to Ferenc. be all French. Ferentz. Andrew Ferentz. And then Stern played four and a half years where he posted four 20-goal seasons and racked up 193 points in 302 games. Drizzling a lot considering Joe Thornton put up like 97 assists yeah. <laughs> one year and like 93 the next year. The biggest thing to about the trade was that San Jose was sucking shit, much like they are now. They were dead last. They had lost 10 straight games. Uh, they were 0-7-3. And Boston, conversely, in the Northeast Division, they had lost nine of their last 10 games, were 1-8-1. and one. And what made this trade kind of weird is that Joe Thornton had just been signed that summer to a three-year deal. He was the captain. He was a budding mm-hmm. superstar. He had already put up a 100-point season. He looked like he was going to be a superstar for a long time. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the Bruins GM decided that he needed to do a shakeup. It was Michael Connell. And his idea of a shakeup was t- trading their best player to San Jose for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, that's funny all right. Enough, we'll take funny it. Enough, <laughs> funny enough, the general manager that came in after Mike O'Connell, Peter Chirelli. <laughs> and Boston's never been the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they ended up winning the cup I mean, later. I did win a cup, but you know, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> the funniest thing, too, is that one of the big reasons that he got traded was that in the playoffs just prior to that, he had gone pointless in seven games against Montreal, but he had broken ribs the whole time, but played the entire series anyway. But yeah. Boston was really mad that he wasn't a leader or whatever. It was so stupid. So Boston has a long history of trading out guys really randomly. Tyler Sege, Dougie Hamilton, Phil Kessel. Ooh, I have notes on all of those trades that we will Blake... talk about later. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's talk about some of my favorite Joe Thornton facts. The first, I believe this was Scott Thornton, his cousin, confirmed this. But I'm not 100% and I, I haven't looked any of this up before we started recording to, to verify. But I believe Scott Thornton said that Joe is the reason that they have robes in San Jose. <laughs> Because That's Joe amazing. Thornton is literally always naked in the locker room. <laughs> Joe like, Thornton's also wearing a robe sometimes, and there's not many dudes you see wearing robes. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I love that. Also, just, it's called a house coat, I would like to point out. Not a robe. Um, not if you're getting out of a shower. No, that yeah, is a robe. Yeah, it, it's called a house no. coat. That's what we call it up here. That's terrible. Well, you know what? Joe Thornton is now an American citizen. This is another Joe Thornton fact for you. As of 2009, he is a naturalized American citizen. He had a ceremony in California. <laughs> so, boom. <laughs> He's going to call it a robe. <laughs> He's no longer Canadian. He's not yours. <laughs> which, uh, which, which team did he win gold medals for uh, at the Olympics? Yeah, that's what I thought. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> what else? Oh, the nickname Jumbo is obviously is a dick joke? due to his size because he is, I'm doing heavy air quotes on 6'4". That man has to be 6'5 or 6'6". He is so large. He is very, very tall. And no, uh, so apparently there was an elephant called Jumbo the Elephant who was killed in St. Thomas, Ontario, where Thornton is from. <laughs> oh. I think I know this story. I didn't. (laughs) So he's nicknamed after a dead elephant. (laughs) 
Yeah, there's there's a memorial there. It's called Jumbo the Elephant Memorial. You can go see it. There's a museum. Oh my god, that's like nicknaming somebody after Harambe. <laughs> it, I can't. It's I can't. a 38 ton statue. Oh my god, that's wild. Well, okay, so now that I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, I guess that Jumbo actually became a word because of this elephant. So you know what? All right, all right. It makes a little more sense now. I've seen this elephant with my own eyes. It's a big fucking elephant. (laughs) Yeah, um, this is per the Wikipedia page. It says the giant elephant's name has spawned the common word jumbo, meaning large in size. Examples of his lexical impact are phrases like jumbo jet, jumbo shrimp, jumbo marshmallows, and jumbotron. So, okay. All right. Can somebody, can can (laughs) one of our enterprising listeners please edit that wiki to include jumbo Joe Thornton? Please, please go do that. I would, oh, I would die. Uh, (laughs) My other favorite Joe Thornton fact is that he signed a contract on a tractor, which, or on a lawnmower. I don't even remember what it was. It was ridiculous, though. It was really funny. All of a sudden, the Sharks just released this picture (laughs) of Joe Thornton signing a contract on top of a, a think it was a tractor i want to say it was a tractor but i might be wrong and then to bring this all full circle i guess gord downey had a song called you me and the bees which includes a lament about the the joe thornton trade which is just so funny to me (laughs) like i mean it makes sense but it's just funny (laughs) like to work that into a song r.i.p gord downey yes Um, yes obviously joe thornton's the best i don't want him to retire i just want him to have bionic parts and just play forever yes he's and he's like officially san jose right because he played this is year 14 or whatever 14 and a half in san jose and he only played eight or seven and a bit in uh, boston so I don't I don't really think Boston was just a small stop in his career. Yeah, uh, being he, a San Jose legend. He said this past offseason that he doesn't want to play anywhere other than San Jose. So he is going to retire as a shark. We're going to cry when that that day comes. But yeah, Joe Thornton is a legend. And thank you, Boston, for giving it's all him ours, us. bitches. <laughs> All right, so the Sharks are playing the Boston Bruins tonight at TD Garden. Uh, the Bruins are are doing all right. They've only lost three games, and two of those games uh, went into extra time. One of them was lost in a shootout. The other was in overtime. So the Boston Bruins are, are doing all right coming off of their season where they went to the Stanley Cup final and lost to the St. Louis Blues, <laughs> who I just can't stand can't stand the blues gross the one the one time that people actually cheered for boston right yeah (laughs) because there was Uh, a greater evil afoot yes so before we get too much into boston i do want to have kyle i have not looked at boston's roster yet i've been saving this so that kyle can can get me with who i don't know is on boston's roster by the way we missed this for ottawa and the entire game i'm going Anthony Duclair is on the Senators like the whole time. <laughs> I forgot that he ended up on the Senators. <laughs> I still don't remember how, but yeah, I I was it was so weird seeing him in his son's jersey. It was a deadline so. deadline day trade, was it? Huh? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Who I you got? Ha- for I have a, I have a couple. I don't know. I have a deep cut that it's is very Toronto centric, but I don't know if I want to go there. And I don't know if my other choice that you you would probably know that he's there. Hmm. Hmm. Did you know that Charlie Coyle 
is the third line center for the Boston Bruins. Kyle, I actually like follow the wild. I yes. know. That's okay. Let me do it. Let me do another one. That's what I okay. thought. All right. That's what I thought. Man, this is hard. Oh, here I was we go. mad about that trade. I was very mad, but he got to go back to his hometown. So like, okay, whatever. Did you know former Dallas Stars great Brett Ritchie plays for the Boston Bruins? Wait, what? Brett Ritchie, right Since wing, when? Boston Bruins, number 18. I don't know. Was that uh, a free agency thing? I guess, but he's been a healthy scratch. Let's go. Let's go to the well, Brett Ritchie deep dive I mean, he's here. He's not like not good, but <laughs> no, but oh man, did you know he's taken forty fourth overall? Holy shit! Yeah, um, I was actually aware of that. So on June twenty fifth, two thousand eighteen, Ritchie was not tendered a qualifying offer, enabling him to become a free agent. Marking huh. his twenty, marking his twenty sixth birthday on the opening day of free agency, Richie was signed to a one year, one million dollar contract with the Boston Bruins. Brett Richie. Huh. I'm gonna go to his. Now he's a healthy scratch. Yeah, he's never good. The the deep cut for Toronto fans, I was gonna say, is Par Lindholm plays for the. Uh... I don't. I don't <laughs> even know who that is. He's 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 he was a Leafs guy last year that didn't huh. catch on, but it's That's really funny. funny. I think he scored against Toronto last game they played. So Brett Richie this season has played in. A grand total of 10 games. Even healthy scratch once, it seems. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, Brett Ritchie. Yeah. Congratulations on all your successes, Brett. <laughs> all right. How are you feeling about Boston? Right now, they are healthy. And like I said, they've only lost three games, two of which they still got a point out of. They are, <laughs> their last game, they scored seven goals against the Rangers. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm not feeling great about this one. No, the Sharks are going to get fucking stomped. Yeah. If the Sharks are going to put... Sharks put forth the shittiest effort I've seen in a long time against Ottawa, Boston's going to murder them in cold blood. Yeah. It's not It's not going to be good. Who knows, though? Uh, tr- uh, Toronto. I have too many teams in my head. San Jose did play really well against Montreal. Well, they scored well against Montreal, and they played decent against Toronto. Uh, no, actually, that's a lie. I'm just lying to myself. San Jose's been shit for a while. <laughs> I don't have high expectations. I think it's going to be like four, five, one. Jones is for sure going to start. It's not going to be. It's not going to be pretty. This could be. This could be reckoning day. There's a chance, obviously, with any game at this point that yeah, they could maybe steal a game if they. And Boston is a very physical team, so Boston could be a team that they can take advantage of drawing penalties against and using their the fact that their special teams right now are good and solid and i i honestly can't find a fault in their special teams right now so if san jose can manage to steal a game that way that's pretty much going to be the only thing that uh that'll help them get out of the hole against boston and we're almost certainly seeing martin jones in net so (sighs) san jose schedule for the next four games too is back at home and they go Versus Winnipeg, then on a back, it's a back-to-back versus Vancouver, and then versus Chicago, and then versus Minnesota. So Minnesota, Chicago, Vancouver, Winnipeg, none of those are particularly good, but they're all better than San Jose right now. Well, maybe not Minnesota. Minnesota's ass. But yeah, yeah, they have a three, four, they have a six-game homestand coming up. They spend most of their time in November at home. Winnipeg, Vancouver, Chicago, Minnesota, Nashville, Edmonton, they jump over to Anaheim, and then Detroit, Edmonton. Yeah, so... Oh, they get—they finally get to play the Kings twice. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm still not pumped about this Boston game. Yeah, me either. Uh, all right. I think that's going to do it for us. I don't—I don't know that there's too much else to say. So we can say you... the same things that we've been talking about for the past couple. Right, of weeks, <laughs> right. But like, I don't think you want to hear us say yeah. that again. 
Yeah. It's but I do think when I said I think it's reckoning day, if they get absolutely smoked by Boston, I think that might be the this might be the impetus going home against Boston or going home after like they're going home after the game. It could be the time that shakeups and Radim Simic seems to be healthy again. So Things are yes. happening. Yes, we didn't talk about that, but real quick note that Radam Simic has been assigned to the San Jose Barracuda for a conditioning stint. And that's obviously a smart move by the organization because he hasn't played since, what, March? He hasn't played in a long time, so it makes sense to send him down to the Barracuda and, and let him get his feet wet before just throwing him into an NHL game. So he should be back within... Two weeks is the latest. Uh, they can't be down for a conditioning extent longer than that. So uh, we will be seeing Simic soon. And that is always going to be good news. So I think think that'll do it for us. <laughs> if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, you can follow us at Locked on Sharks. You can also contact us via email. It's LockedOnSharks at gmail.com. You can send us questions, concerns, anything you want us to talk about on air. Please send us questions. It's fun. I like answering those. <laughs> Um, we want to say thank you to the Honey Wilders for letting us use their song Idle Wild as our intro and outro. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, Spotify. Just go give them a listen. Search the Honey Wilders and you will find them. They're very good. If you want to follow Kyle on Twitter, you can follow him at Kyle Demetrius. And if you want to follow C on Twitter, you can follow them at Now You See Me, spelled S-I-E, just like their name. Yup. Uh, any final thoughts, Kyle? Shout out to Mike O'Connell for being a shitty general manager. <laughs> Thanks for Joe.